0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. I'm your host, Sam Thoman. Got with me as usual with the most the usual, Grant Covey. How's it going with you? Is there anything changing in quarantine, or has it just remained the same? Not much, honestly.
1: Just just uh, still hanging out. I mean, we're kind of being less in quarantine now, which is nice. I've been out to eat in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of relaxing my um i don't know what you call it relaxing my rules that i was following for mm-hmm. the virus so i've kind of relaxed some stuff because we're finding out more and more stuff about the virus every day that's allowing us to do that so i think all in all it's been good and i'm just ready to keep moving forward and i think you know us as in terms of this pandemic i think we're we're moving in the right direction
0: Yeah, and I think for anybody who's not in Indiana, Indiana is currently in stage three. Stage four goes into effect, I think, starting July 4th. So I think the stadiums will start opening back up concerts and whatnot on July 4th. But who knows if we'll actually get a go-to games. But uh, for you listeners out there, I think we have a pretty fun idea for you. If you uh, like are kind of new to the podcast we're trying some different because there's not a lot of sports going on so we're just trying something different so we thought we would like to kind of discuss the afl or if you don't know the australian is it australian australian aussie, football aussie rules football aussie aussie league. F- 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 yeah so, and by the so, way
1: sam indiana's in stage four right now stage five goes in starting five. july 4th so Okay, it seems like it.
0: everybody's up doing stage 5 anyway these days. So, but so Grant, I know we've been talking. Do you know enough about the um Aust- Aussie Rules Football League to talk about the rules just kind of give an overall gist of it? Yeah, or, well,
1: I'm actually reading the rules right now so mm-hmm. I can uh so I can uh kind of know what we're talking about. But yeah. I do kind of know if you've ever watched soccer, mm-hmm. it's very similar to soccer. Um, obviously, football, um, football in America is a lot different than football everywhere else. So um, think of it kind of like soccer, but kind of played with a football-looking ball. And basically, the goal is to kick the ball between the goalposts um, without being touched by another player. Um, and that gets you six points. And then if the ball is kicked without being touched between the behind posts, then one point is awarded. So there's, like, four different posts that are up there is what it sounds like and what I've seen from, like, highlights and stuff. There's, like, four different posts, and then, like, based on which one you get it in is is how many points you get.
0: Yeah, I kind of like to think of it as a mix between hot potato and, like, Soccer, you're still trying to get into the the goalpost, but without getting tackled, it's just kind of. It seems like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. You'd, you'd have to go watch some highlights on YouTube. It's just basically like a, as you said, a hodgepodge. Just like, uh, I think eleven on each side, so twenty-two people. It's chaos. It's, it's excitement. I think the only issue is since we're in America, they, I don't even know how many hours they are ahead of us, but they. They show in America around like 2 2 a.m., 5 a.m., so I don't think I'm going to be checking any live games. I think I'll be watching highlights and whatnot, but I don't know about you, Grant, but I'm not planning on really staying up that early to watch it.
1: Definitely not. I was up at 5.15 this morning for work, and that was not fun. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think – with the modern age of the internet that's why we know about it. obviously rules football you know youtube highlights you can go on and watch seven minute highlights every day so that's pretty fun mm-hmm. i do like the idea sam though so like each game essentially starts with a jump ball from basketball if you if you know what a jump ball is the umpire throws it up in the air and one player from each team tries to tap it in the direction of their team and that that happens after every after every goal scored so if you're down by like 10 and you get six points, you could potentially get the ball again on a jump ball and score again mm. it looks if you if you watch it, it looks like you know like you said, like everybody's just kind of going everywhere, and you mm-hmm. don't really know what's going on until one team decides to kick it yeah. and they get it through the goalposts, oh, and then there's points so it, it's very <laughs> it's very hard to follow if you're mm-hmm. if you, If you're not used to watching soccer, it's very hard to follow because there's eleven guys from each team out there Mm -hmm. i think like mls soccer is like only like nine or something like that i don't think it's i don't think it's 11 so there's like 22 people just in this scrum it's kind of like take a little bit of rugby a little bit of soccer a little bit of football and put it together but these guys are tough man they don't even wear pads or anything and uh i don't know what the concussion rate is in the league (laughs) but it's fun to watch it is and i think uh you know, I think Fox Sports has picked it up, I think, is, is, is how we're able to watch it in America. Mm-hmm. So good job by them picking up on that. It's not something that's going to stay around yeah. in America. And, I mean, it'll be in August. We won't even know what it is. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it fills the time and uh, it makes for some pretty entertaining content for sure.
0: Yeah, I was introduced to it by Pat McAfee because he he was talking about it. He he was interviewing someone on from Aussie Rules Football, so that's how I kind of got into it. Watch some highlights was like instantly hooked because it's just a bunch of – it's like, again, you just have to watch it. It's just so, so much going on in the field, so much excitement. And the opposite of soccer, it's actually high scoring. You see the numbers of 70, 80, 90 points even in games. So – I think it's really fun to watch. I recommend you listeners to watch it. It's a it's a really good time, in my opinion. If it wasn't so early in the like morning, if it was more closer to eight nine a.m., I'd be turning it on. But I'll stick with highlights because that just gives me more less. Um, I don't know the word dead space in a sense. There's more goals. I can see all the highlights. Yeah, I I don't know if you have any like thoughts. Any more thoughts on it, Grant?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, it's just easy content.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you throw up a seven-minute highlight reel from those from that game, people are going to watch that. It's easy content. It's easy to get people to watch it because you know it is it is an, an intense game and it's it's rough football. Um, I'm reading the rules here. I got them pulled up, just kind of going over them. And one one rule that I found that I that I kind of like is so that. If you get tackled by – if you get tackled by another player, so, yeah, you can't – you tackle each other just like in football except no helmets. If you tackle another player, that player has to give up the – like has to give up the football. They can't hold on to it. It's like – so if you go down, you can't just lay on that ball and and not let anybody take it. You have to let go or you get called for holding. So a bit of a different – kind of holding than we're used to in football here but I thought it was just interesting. I mean they have a they have a bunch of cool and unique rules to the game that that allow it to be different and allow some really good competition um, between the teams. So, and, and another thing, you can only tackle from the shoulder height downwards. So, you can't mm-hmm. you can't take like low blows at these people. So, I think it's fun. I mean, there's not a ton of rules. Um but there's enough to where um, you 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 know you can kind of keep it under control. But it is kind of like a scrum and a free-for-all. Essentially, everybody's running after the football. So, yeah, if you get a goal between the middle posts, then you get six points. If a ball goes between uh, a goal post and one of the be- behind posts, one of the outside posts, then one point is awarded. So, I think it's interesting, and I think, you know – Next spring, when we kind of have the gap uh, between you know the draft and the NBA uh, kind of ending, and there's that little dead space there in June, July, uh, where we normally have it this time of year, I think you might see some of these sports that have been discovered, Bundesliga, uh, Aussie rules football, and stuff like that. You might find them, um, you know, in your – uh, on your ESPN timeline or just on the internet in general, because we do know about these sports now that could fill the time. And, you know, it's, it's interesting too because we get to learn about different cultures and, you know, Oh, you know, this is the type of football they play. It's the type of football we play and it's different, which is great. So I like it. And, uh, but yeah, it's a placeholder right now. And I, mm-hmm. you won't really see much of it after, uh, after we get back to real sports, which is hopefully, hopefully going to be soon and, and should be.
0: Yeah. And I think as you mentioned, it's just a placeholder until we get the NFL back, NBA, college basketball, college football back. It's just a placeholder, but it's, it's a really good placeholder in my opinion. If you're missing the football, you're missing um, like more contact sports. Cause like, I'm going to be honest, racing isn't doing it for me. Golf hasn't besides the Tiger Woods, uh, Tom Brady thing. That's not really going to fill the void for me. So, Aussie rules football is definitely, if you're missing that football action, you should definitely check it out. Uh, I I do
1: will say, I have gotten into NASCAR a little bit. Mm -hmm. I've gotten into NASCAR a little bit. I've been watching some of the races, and it's actually, I mean, you got to get into it. And I'm kind of into it. Um, I'll have it on and just kind of be doing other things, but it's interesting to watch. Um, And if you listen to Jeff Gordon explain, and I think it's interesting to see. Okay, this car is doing this now, so that later he can be up front and stuff like that. Last night's race, uh, because it was postponed from Sunday, was was a fun and entertaining one. Ryan Blaney just about he pretty much went sideways on one of the straightaways, recovered the car, and even uh, he ended up winning the race. So it was it's interesting, and I think because like racing is a big strategy game, so. And I think just kind of wa- I've been watching a little bit um, and, and seeing, okay, this is a strategy for this team. This is a strategy for this team. We'll see how mm-hmm. it plays out, but it's interesting. It's not something that I'm going to watch all the time, but I-, I will admit I I've been watching some of the races and I'll probably tune in at least for a little bit tomorrow night for the race. I believe it's tomorrow night, Wednesday night uh, for the NASCAR midweek race.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, like, Uh, like so many other people, they're just tuning into it now and then they'll probably not watch it again once the other sports come back. But me and Grant were talking off air and uh I'm 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 a fan who likes to um just kind of pick a team if I'm joining a new league, whether it's soccer, I haven't really picked a team for that. Football, obviously Colts and so on and so forth. And so I found a team that I think has the best name out of all the A A AFL yeah AFL is the acronym and it's the Saint Kilda Football League. I looked at all the names. I wasn't really going for bandwagon. I was, I wasn't really going for points because I think like Collingwood and then there's the, uh, oh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But there's other teams at the top. I think they're tenth at this point. But the name sounded cool, so I gravitated for. I know you, Grant, don't. Have a team as of this moment, but I don't know. I'm picking one. I'm okay. picking one. All right. Okay.
1: I'm gonna go with G Long. G Long Football Club.
0: Okay. You know, is we'll there any reason? The
1: My name starts with a G. It's a pretty cool name. <laughs> they uh won their last game, mm-hmm. seventeen to or 108 to 47. So blowing them out of the water. I don't know. We'll, what we'll, place we'll are they? In the- um. Division in terms of standings. Oh, they're tenth. All right, they're yep. tenth. And for they're those, tenth, of they're you above St Kilda.
0: Yep. Who's yep? I mean, and they got a,
1: they got a game Saturday, two thirty-five a.m. I'm
0: Ooh-hoo. not tuning into that. It highlights Ooh-hoo. all the way. But if you're Ooh-hoo. new to AFL, like I am, I believe the top eight go into a playoffs kind of bracket, and then it goes on for there until they have like a grand final, which I watched a YouTube video on where. It's like it's basically the Super Bowl for Australia in a way, in a sense. Because, I mean, what other sports does Australia really promote? Right. So, is their
1: season coming to an end, Sam?
0: I I don't know how – I th- it it says round three each game, so I don't know how many rounds there are. Or I'm not an in in-depth. I haven't looked into it that in-depth. I know kind of the basics – I'm a, I'm a casual I'm a casual fan as of this moment. What's the VFL? I do not know. What the, a, maybe maybe that's like I'm a on their team division.
1: website. It says AFL AFLW, which is I assume yeah. is Women. the women's league, and then they have VFL, and then VFLW. I'm
0: confused. Is, I'm know. guessing this the VFL is, is like a like a lower division. That's my maybe guess. it's
1: like maybe it's like um, AFC NFC type thing. I don't maybe
0: I th- I think they're all under one conference oh, there's, though
1: uh yeah maybe I'm not sure anyways
0: I mean it, we're just a- trying to figure this out but yeah
1: hey man it's what we do it's what we do we do the podcast on the fly I literally came in yeah. I had I worked and then I played mm-hmm. some golf played nine holes came home came to the basement and Sam said let's record so yeah I've literally had no preparation for this podcast, which I mean, is why which I mean, is why this podcast is so great. I, yeah, view.
0: I think with any podcast, like, yeah, we've had our formatted radio show and whatnot, but I think podcasts are more fun, in my opinion, when it's on the fly. Like, I do my other, I can't explain podcasts, I do my other sports one I do with my high school buddy where we just talk nonsense, but it's more fun that way. I have more fun with it. It's not necessarily going to get us the best views that time, but I think it just brings entertainment to people's lives. And that's yeah, why and I do it.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It, it should just be a, f- a flowing conversation. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the whole reason we wanted to start this podcast was we have our formatted radio show, which is awesome. I love the radio show. We get a chance mm-hmm. to pretty much cover everything that we want to talk about. And this, this, this fall, I can't wait, our football. It's going to be a football-driven show. And it's going to be awesome, um, but then we have a podcast, and this is why we want to do the podcast. I said, "Hey Sam, let's do a podcast. We can at the time we could go in the recording studio, flip the mics on, and just and just have a chat, and just uh, just talk, and whatever comes up is whatever comes up. We're going to talk some sports, but you know what? If if we get on a tangent about what happened in class yesterday, then we when we do that. So that, that's the whole premise around a, a podcast and a podcast." format in particular our podcast format is just flip the mics on let's have a great conversation bring on some guests every once in a while which i am uh excited i think we're gonna have a guest on hopefully we can have him on next week's episode but if not uh we'll push him back and have him on in a couple weeks but
0: do you want to uh, spoil who it is or no i'm yeah.
1: not gonna say just it's a uh, it's go- he's a he was a senior in high school this year at my hometown high school and he's going to be a freshman at uh, St. Francis playing football, Luke Robertson. Um, so I, I've talked to him a little bit. He's, a, he said that he wants to come on uh, because I think it's, it's going to be, um, it's going to be unique to hear from him mm-hmm. because, you know, with, with COVID and everything, what he's had to go through, be, you know, going into the college football scene, uh, mm-hmm. he's going to go play quarterback there. So I think it's going to be interesting to hear from him what, yep. what it's been like, has it been better, worse, et cetera. So that's coming up uh, hopefully uh, next week.
0: But, and um, oh, wait, go ahead. No, I it's, it's
1: all oh, right. okay. Hopefully he's coming on next week. You can look forward to that and, uh, or if not in a couple of weeks, but we'll be on the lookout for sure.
0: I wanted to touch on a couple of things real fast. I have you been looking online at all? Like a, uh Paul George recently did an interview. Did you watch that at all?
1: I did not, but I've heard uh, I've heard things about it. If you want to kind of give me the uh give me the
0: uh skinny of it. So basically from what I watched is he re- he basically revealed why he requested a trade from the Pacers. And um so there was two main reasons. One of them they trade away some of the main players, including George Hill. He wanted kind of like um he want he didn't want to say in the organization, but he wanted to know at least to know about it, if that makes sense. It is that like so like yeah. they, they traded George Hill just out of the blue, did tell him. Um the second reason is um he had the Pacers had an opportunity to uh team up with a he said a top power the top power best NBA power forward at the time. And they didn't pull the trigger. So he was just like, they're not really willing to win at this moment. So he just told his agent flat out, get me out of here. He wanted to win championships. He he said in the interview he wanted to be like a um, Kobe Bryant who leads the team to several deep runs. But he was just tired of it at the end of the day.
1: Who do you think it was? So he said the best power forward in the league wanted to come join him. Like, if you had to, to – uh... Uh, what what's the word? Um, mm-hmm. If you had to spec, not spectate Spe- but speculate, speculate. speculate. Hey, yeah. we got we're finding words. It's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Who, do you, think, uh, who so, do you think it was? So there's a. Cu- I've been reading up on it, a couple. Like there's been like a couple names thrown out there. So there's like three names I've heard. So Paul Millsaps one, Kevin Love's two, and Blake Griffin's three. He didn't say what team. He just said they had like an opportunity to have the best power for at that time. So because
1: Blake Griffin's now with the Pistons.
0: Yep. I mean, he was really good. He was towards the I, height I of his think,
1: career. Yeah. I think Kevin Love is, Kevin is Love. Uh, your best bet. I uh, your best guess. I don't know though, because that was in 2011. Well, but when you
0: think about LeBron it, he was still on the came, Timberwolves.
1: LeBron had LeBron. Yeah. He was, he was still in the Wolves and, he wasn't in Cleveland yet. That could have been. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, he was still with the Timberwolves. Um, they were not winning, yep. Um, And the Pacers kind of were. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, you know, we were pretty successful then. So maybe that uh, that could be uh, mm-hmm. that could be a reason. I don't know what the situation of Blake Griffin and uh, Paul Millsap was at the time, but. I would say your best bet there is Kevin Love or Paul Millsap, But, yeah, I mean, honestly, and that's what kind of happened with Anthony Davis in New Orleans was we they had him there and they just never really found him help mm-hmm. and never put anybody around him, never utilized yep. their draft picks very well. And he said, you know what? I've been here for however long he'd been there, eight years yep. or so. I want to go to an organization that's going to value me and – bring in other people so essentially that's what we did to paul george Mm -hmm. and and quite honestly the pacers don't want to operate like that they don't want to operate where we're bringing in the big stars to win they want to build uh through the draft and and a little bit through free agency which they've done pretty successfully Mm -hmm. um and i think this tournament in in orlando will be interesting to see how that how that kind of team plays out because i think teams with the big stars like the Lakers, I think, are going to be favored in mm-hmm. this type of tournament uh, rush to the end of the season format. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I'll watch the interview later, and I, I pretty much got the gist of it. But Kevin Love's a pretty good bet. And, yeah. and quite honestly, I don't think Paul George was going to stay here forever. I don't think that's what he wanted, mm-hmm. uh, truly. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was not that butthurt when they traded Paul George at all.
0: Uh yeah and another thing uh Adrian War- I I I'm going to butcher his name cuz I'm terrible with last names Woj Wardren- is that how you pronounce Yeah that dude? well I'm just going to say Woj yeah that's easier He also brought up the fact in a tweet that they were uh either targeting or really interested in Drew Holiday and Danilo Gallinari D- Danilo Gallinari So instead of Kevin Love you may have seen that But that was before Paul George requested a trade. The trades never went through. Then he requested a trade. So we could have seen a possible powerhouse you got, a Drew Holiday, Danilo, and Paul George on the same team.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised Paul George kind of just came out like he did because it's kind of been under wraps ever since he left. And Mm -hmm. no one's really – no one has really – asked him or or when they have, he's kind of told him no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it's it's kind of interesting to see.
0: And then one thing I wanted to bring up because this kind of comes full circle is Victor Odipo hasn't made a decision on whether he wants to play in this NBA restart because he has the option not to play, obviously like every other player does, like Trevor reza has opted not to play in this NBA restart. So It will be interesting, if he doesn't play, it will be Aaron Holiday playing big minutes in a big-time organization. So, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on Victor Oladipo possibly not playing, if he does what that looks like for the Pacers.
1: Yeah, well, it's not going to be good, obviously. I think if he doesn't play, the Pacers will not do very well and we will lose in the first round probably or – maybe second round. I I don't think I mean we won without Victor for a majority of the season and we did better than expected. And I and I said this several times on our radio show uh in our our podcast back in February. Um uh, I said, you know, the Pacers have done better than average. I mean, a lot better than average. A lot better than anybody expected. So Let's, not, let's slow down the Old Depot return and get him back 100% by the time the playoffs come. So I think if the, the Pacers are without Oladipo, it, I don't think we're going to go anywhere because, yeah, where we did stay afloat in the regular season, with the style of play that it's going to be in Orlando, you're going to need him because you're going to need those 20 points and 10 rebounds every night. So... Yeah, he's vital. And if, if the Pacers don't have him, they're not going very far. I mean, we saw that last year in the playoffs. So it, it's, been, it's been proven once, and they're going to need him. And I think Oladipo has to make the trick.
0: I think Oladipo is very vital, but I, I don't know if you heard this as well, but I heard that the Pacers offered Oladipo a contract extension that I believe was less than Brogdon's or roughly around the same, and he turned it down. So, when you look at the kind of scheme the first thing that i came to mind, okay, if Victor Oladipo doesn't want to remain in Indiana, Indiana like Paul George let, let's just throw this out there. We don't I don't know his mindset, I don't know. He just declined the contract extension. I just wonder would it be better to kind of develop Aaron Holiday moving forward because in the limited action we've seen from him, he's been a really solid player. We've won without Oladipo by Putting in Aaron Holiday, and I'm just wondering if we kind of move towards the future a little bit. We keep Sabonis, we still have Turner, we still have um, uh, uh, T.J. Warren, we still have Malcolm, we still have Aaron Holiday. Do we consider a future without Oladipo?
1: No, no. You don't think I mean...
0: after after his his injuries after. I don't even know how old Oladipo. I think he's upper twenties, isn't he?
1: Uh, yeah, he's close to thirty, if not there already. But no, you're not. No, I. There's, there's, there's no way you get rid of Oladipo. Paying what he wants and well deserved. Um, he's done great things for the organization, especially if he comes back and and wins us some playoff games here in the tournament and possibly, hopefully, a, a round. So. No, there, there's no future without Oladipo. There's not. Because without him, we really don't have a ringleader. We don't have a guy to bring, to bring him together. Aaron Holiday can't be that guy. I'm sorry, but he can't. And, no, there's no future without Oladipo. And it's not even a conversation that should be talked about um, because the Pacers are going to keep him. Because if you want to turn a fan base against you, against Nate McMillan, against Kevin Pritchard, get rid of Oladipo. And everybody will be turning against you. He's an IU grad, mm-hmm. um, and everybody in, in, in Indiana loves him. So no, that won't happen.
0: Well, I don't I don't necessarily mean trade him. I'm just saying, what if he doesn't accept a contract extension? Whatever we give him, because again, we still have to pay future players. I, Sabonis is probably on the same contract, so we still have to. Or no, we gave him an extension. We and gave both him and extended.
1: Extension. I think to 2022 at least.
0: So, like, uh, uh, another thing that came to mind, like, where does Aaron Holiday fit in the rotation then? Because I feel like him being a six-man, he's better than a six-man, in my opinion. He's like – Yeah. He's he's not James Harden, but in a way he is because he deserves starter minutes, but he's not going to get – when he's got T.J. McConnell, he's got um, uh, Victor Oladipo, and he's got um, Malcolm Brogdon. So – where does he fit in on all of this? Because I think TJ McCall's on a two year contract. So unless you trade him, he's just kind of stuck on the bench.
1: Yeah. Well, I was hoping that Aaron holiday would be in Malcolm Brogdon's position this past year, but Mm. the Pacers decided to bring Brogdon in instead, which don't get me wrong. It's much better than Aaron holiday. And I a hundred percent agree with that, but I mean, I don't know. We've had Aaron Holiday for, what, three or four years? Yeah. so And he's just kind of been like, play for the G League team, come back. Eh. they The Pacers don't know what to do with him. They mm-hmm. literally have zero idea what to do with him. They yeah. have no idea. They don't know how to use his talents. I don't think they do. And yeah. they have no idea what the heck is going on. So they're going to have to figure that out. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I think six man is the best he can get on this Pacers team. Yeah. And. Can he be a starter somewhere else in the league? Yes. And will he be someday? Yes. I think the the Pacers – I don't know if he's going to get an extension. I don't think so. I think the Pacers let him go because, quite honestly, Nate McMillan screwed the pooch and hasn't figured out how to utilize him properly. I said before the beginning of the season this year and at the beginning of the season, I said, figure out how to use Aaron Holiday. You're without Oladipo. Perfect. Throw him in there. And they didn't. I mean, it took forever for them to Mm and to. Put him in there and to trust him in there, they just couldn't do it. So a little bit, as you know, they're going through the Old Depot injury and stuff. Yes, but not enough, and they didn't give enough minutes. I don't think. I think Aaron Holiday is much better than the Pacers have evaluated. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I think. I think he's not going to get an extension or he'll be traded sometime in the near future. He won't. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go as far to say he won't be with the team at the start of next season, but I don't know if he's with this team a year from now.
0: Yeah, I I think I definitely agree with you. Uh, One final thought before we kind of wrap up this kind of uh, AFL slash NBA talk episode is like that's, I think, the success of the Pacers and what the Pacers have done is use stars basically above – kind of what they've shown previous. Like, you think of Bo Young, you think of T.J. Warren, who's doing well. Jeremy Lamb even has out outperformed expectations. But also those draft picks, I really like the Pacers draft picks. They just don't develop them correctly because they don't give them the miss. They just look, look at T.J. Leaf. Uh, look at Goga. We Like, I know he's only done one season, but they didn't really figure out a rotation with him. You look at um, who's, who's another draft pick. Uh, Edmund Sumner,
1: he yeah, he hasn't really amazing. done
0: much. So when you look at the grand scheme of things, the Pacers' draft picks with uh, Kevin Pritchard, it's just like, yeah, they're they're solid draft picks, and I like their draft picks. It just they never develop into anything because they never trust them enough. I don't exactly I don't know if right. do you have any feelings similar to that, Grant. Like, what's your thoughts on kind of how the Pacers use their draft picks?
1: Yeah, I mean, you pretty much summed it up. I mean, give him an opportunity. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think Goga, you're going to see him in in the lineup next year because I don't think Turner and Sabonis will both be there. Don't know which one it's going to be. But you'll see uh, Goga Batase in there next year for sure. So, yeah, pretty much I'd be regurgitating what you said is just Mm -hmm. utilize them a little bit better than they have been.
0: Yeah. And I think that's going to do it for this episode of the straight up sports talk podcast. We have the other episodes. If you haven't listened to them down below, be sure to check that out. Do you know how many listens we had to on our last episode?
1: Around five, around Around five. five. So not, not our best showing. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's summertime. I get it. Um, you know, maybe you don't have time, but whatever. doesn't matter. We're not going for, for listens. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, We're just doing it for fun, but we do appreciate everyone who who tunes in. If you're still tuning in, thank you
0: very much. Yeah, and thank you, and Be sure to check out Grant when he appears on my podcast, I Can't Explain podcast, going out next Monday. We'll probably record it on Thursday. So I think it'll be a pretty fun one. I had my first guest last episode. It was a pretty fun one. Lasted about two hours. Really great conversation. I recommend you checking that out. Pretty funny, entertaining, and all that. But, yeah, any final thoughts, Grant?
1: No, not really. I'm going to watch some more Aussie rules football. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, kind of a hodgepodge episode. It was fun and I uh, hope you enjoyed this kind of format of episode where we just kind of bounce around and whatever pops into our brain is kind of whatever, whatever uh, it goes on the podcast. So we hope you like it and be sure to keep listening.
0: Yeah. And if you like the less structured podcast, let us know on our Twitter accounts at straight up. What is our Twitter account handle? Straight up
1: sports talk on Twitter, our handles at sports talk at six.
0: So be sure to like that or check that out. I'm at Sam underscore Thillman on Twitter. He's at Grant underscore Kobe, correct? That is correct. So be sure to give us a follow and yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed.